It's game time, heroes. Welcome to the Outlaws Outpost. Outlaws Outpost. Welcome, 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 heroes, to the Outlaws Outpost, your unofficial guide to the best Overwatch League team, brought to you by the Surly Nerd Podcast and the official Houston Outlaws supporter group, the Lone Star Vanguard. I'm your host, James, and with me today from the Lone Star Vanguard is Joe, a.k.a. Nubatron. Howdy. And Jake, a.k.a. Tuna. Hey! And for those of you new to the show, what the heck is the Outlaws Outpost? Well, it just so happens that our favorite Overwatch League team is the Houston Outlaws, and we have way too much to say about them. So here we are, ready to chat and debate all things Outlaws. This week on the show, it's time to talk about all things Outlaws preseason. It's been a heck of a shakeup for the Outlaws roster. For the last several, several Overwatch League seasons, the Outlaws have had like a very consistent roster. It was something that kind of bred a sense of familiarity and, and family almost with us as Outlaws fans. Uh, from the former roster, we still kept Dante, and it was revealed a few weeks back that Jake is going to be coming back in kind of a multi-pronged kind of role. So before we go any further, we should take some time to really break down who's on the new roster. And I know, Tuna, you took some detailed notes for us, so why don't you jump in and just introduce the, the new team to us. Yeah, um, we've got... Kind of an exciting mix-up this year. Um, so the right off the bat, the really cool thing that we changed is that we have two tanks straight up from contenders, and they have a lot of previous history. So okay. that's like, pretty like, exciting. Like history together? Yeah. Oh, so, awesome. um, so Jangu is our new main tank. Mm -hmm. uh, he's replacing Muma. Um, he's from Talon Esports. Okay. And so he's got previous chemistry with Piggy, mm -hmm. who's our new off tank, he's replacing Mecco. Um, so he's also from Talon Esports. Okay. So, so that's guys, something they, that we've never had. Right. So these guys have just been have spent a lot of time working together then. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, we got Happy, our mm -hmm. new hit scan, replacing Linkser. Um, he's from the Guangzhou Charge. Mm -hmm. um, he's a really exciting player, and he has like a lot of pop off potential. So that's like really exciting because um, I didn't watch a lot of the Chinese games, mm -hmm. but when I did, ha uh, Happy was like always popping off. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, man, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. taking Linkser's spot, that, that's some huge shoes to fill. Yeah, we all really loved Linkser, so Happy does have big shoes to fill. So, KSF, <laughs> he's coming from uh, Valiant. And so, I do think that Jake's going to be mentoring ksf a lot okay probably to be his replacement um a lot of the a lot of the pictures they they post from the team mm -hmm. ksf and jake are like always always next to each other okay. um so i think jake coming back as like a mentor coach player mm -hmm. ksf is gonna be like his like padawan interesting okay i like that um another interesting thing is that we mixed up with Dallas, uh, the supports. So we got Crimzo. Um, he plays like Zen, Bap, Ana, Moira. Okay. And uh, Ajubi is the wild card. Um, he's he's like the first. Okay, so he's the first player to be signed uh, from a collegiate team. He was under like the Philly Fusion collegiate team. Oh, interesting. Um, All right, I didn't know that. Harrisburg University Storm. Hmm. And um, Elk from the Philly Fusion is on that team. Uh, he was also on Second Wind. And he plays Brig, Bap, and Lucio. Interesting. Okay. So he's, And he has a lot of contenders experience, um, just like Jangu and Piggy. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. That's about it. Okay. Man, that, that's an interesting, very fascinating roster. I love the fact that we have tanks that are uh, used to working with each other. Um, I, I've personally watched Happy and play and whole yeah the like you were saying with there being a lot of pop-off potential here oh man absolutely like watching like happy's plays i mean just go online and like look at some of those videos oh he's he's so good and, and it is like we were saying such big shoes to fill with linkser uh but i think we made an excellent choice in that one um our choice and choices and healers is pretty fascinating right the bap seems to be the uh common 
thread between the two, but outside of that, we we definitely do have a big range. Um, you know, we are we're we're gonna have that Zen. We've got that Moira experience, but we also have Brig and Lucio experience in there. And uh, it, us Outlaw fans, we are a fan of a good Lucio. Like, if the last season taught us nothing, we do love a good Lucio player. Yeah, I I don't know. So like, we only have two supports. Mm-hmm. Um, so if someone like has like a hand injury or like is sick. Um, I don't know what we're gonna do. We're well, gonna like sign somebody. What do you don't think? For- don't forget, we still have hydration in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he can play coming anything. back, and he is basically the jack of all trades. Right? We saw him play some Lucio with Gladiators. Mm-hmm. He obviously played a lot of uh, tank for us last season, mm-hmm. uh, and apparently, according to the Outlaws Twitter, he is um, our. Uh, he's going back to D- to the DPS role this season. Interesting. So we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Um, but I, I do think that we have. I think. Um, having that tank chemistry together is going to be extremely important mm-hmm. considering that, you know, you could see that there was, obvi- there was obviously, obviously some disconnect between Muma and Mecco. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there was a language barrier um, or maybe it was just play style that we were, you know, just took a while to get it used to get used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having some two, two tanks that uh, have played with each other and have, and have had success together uh, is important. Right. Um, which which is which is huge. It's, it's better than just trying to acquire talent and throwing it on the board, making sure it works out. I absolutely you know? agree. I mean, synergy is kind of the name of the game when it comes to playing Overwatch, right? Like this is a game that is not just go out and click heads. Um, it is definitely a game of strategy. It requires a good amount mm-hmm. of communication to be played at a, at a high level. And so, you know, we had that kind of synergy back in the early days of the Outlaws. Um, but just kind of as the years have progressed, it, it got a little bit rougher around the edges and maybe we weren't, we weren't making the changes that we need to or we were making the changes too late. And that synergy kind of started falling by the wayside a little bit. Um, now, listening to those pickups uh, that Tuna has been telling us about, like having that kind of synergy between players, I feel like we're, we're really going to be getting there this season. And I'm, I know that we do a Outlaws specific podcast, but looking at this roster, knowing this information about them now has me really, really excited for the season. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. It's, it's, it, it's because of the fact that it's so different is what makes it exciting, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I mean, the, the previous two seasons, uh, you know, you, you have all those uh, stakeholder names, right? You have, you had your Jake, Rockus, Slingser, the Dingser, um, you know, and just anytime you get to see them on stage or in game, you're excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, let's be honest, you know, with uh, the, the overall record, the last uh, season and a half, um, it's one of those things where, okay, like maybe it, I think it was time that we shook the roster up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, bring, oh yeah. It was, bring, it was hard as an outlaws fan to see so much of the team let go, but also as a fan of the team, I had to have that conscious thought of, you know, this is what's best for the team. We need to do this so that we're not in the same place next year. Absolutely. And uh, you know, with all this, uh, all this new blood coming in, um, it's definitely exciting to see, okay, you know, what the potential is, especially, you know, bringing in some, um, some contenders players, right. Uh, with, uh, Piggy what a, what a bold and, choice with that. I love that, that kind of shakeup. Yeah. And, but you know, it, 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 it they have a lot to prove, mm-hmm. so, you know, they're going to work hard for it. Um, and, and all, I, I mean, we've seen how that played out for, you know, places like the, uh, it was the Titans last season that had a bunch of contenders players. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I mean, that was, that was rough. They had their initiation, like, welcome to the, welcome to the family kid mm-hmm. and just punched in the face and sent to the, the wolves. Um, but I think that because we have people from contenders that do have such good synergy like this, um, it's going to work to our benefit. And it's also, they're coming from Korean contenders. The, mm-hmm. Those that that's a, that's a pretty intense league. Mm-hmm. Well, there's some good players that come out of there. Absolutely. So now that we know who the new players are, um, who do we think is going to be leading the outlaws during this, this new season? Right. Because like, who's going to be taking that leadership responsibility? I mean, we do have Jake that's coming in, but again, Jake's this multi-pronged approach to, you know, I'm a DPS and I'm going to do the coaching and I'm going to be, uh, you know, all of these things to the outlaws. He, he really is kind of the backbone, but do you think in the day-to-day shot calling role, he's going to be the, the, the quote unquote leader of the outlaws? Yeah, so let's like let's 
just assume because Jake obviously coming back as a mentor. Let's take him out. Let's 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 imagine like a game that Jake is not in. Mm-hmm. Who's going to lead? Um, is Dante Dante is he vocal? That's, that's, that's what I'm wondering. I think right. that's the I think that's the question that we're trying to figure out because as far as like in, uh, I, I'm trying to think back to the homestand and trying to think back to some of the games. Um, I know that Dante definitely communicates, mm-hmm. um, but it was it as you know as dominant as whenever you had like a Jake or like a Rockus in there, right? Right. Uh, obviously, you know Jake is coming back, but is already disclosed that he's being to be more of a player coach. Probably won't be in as much. Um, like so, and the, here's the thing: without Don, uh, without Rockus, mm-hmm. um, people are going to have to step up. So, like, if you right. have Rockus in there and Dante's in there, I think Dante's going to be like, you know, I get the vibe that it's like, hey, you got this, Rockus. Right mm-hmm. now that he's not here, it'll be exciting to see. I think Dante will be a shot caller. Really? So. That's that. I mean, yeah. that's not a bad yeah. choice at all. Like, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not surprised in a bad way. I'm very much surprised in a good way. I also think. That. I think Juby um, is going to be like really hyped to be here. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to be really vocal and kind of like a wild card. Right. Yeah. Because we also have to see, right. We also have to make sure that we understand that, you know, we, we don't, we don't really know who the starting lineup is right. at the moment. Right. We don't know who's going to be coming in for who or what. Um, yeah. This is all I, speculation on our parts. We have no insider knowledge right. of any of this. I, um, I would say, um, and this is me going out on a limb that, um, it, it's. I don't think that. I don't think that shot calling is something Dante would want to do, mm-hmm. mainly because I. I mean, if for DPS, you kind of have to be a little focused in on. I mean, definitely calling engagements is one thing, right? But mm-hmm. like actually calling out the shots, I'm not sure that. Um, do you want your DPS doing that, considering that they're more concerned with making sure that they're tracking like the mechanics of the other characters and stuff like that, cooldowns, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So, but, um. I, yeah, it, it, I would imagine it has to be one of our supports. And if I don't know much about Crimzo, um, other than he was in Dallas Fuel, now he was one of ours. I mean, Crimzo was one of the best things out of the Dallas Fuel. Let's be perfectly honest here. Like Crimzo is really, really good. So he beat Rockus in the one v one in the Lone Star Showdown. Yep, remember that he kind of blew him out of the water. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was pretty tight there for a little bit, but he did come back at the end, and yeah, I was pretty impressed. So we can pretty much so I know we don't know the starting lineup, but we know that it's gonna be Jangu, Piggy, Crimzo, mm-hmm. Juby, because there's no competition with the tanks and the supports. Mm-hmm. So then you got Dante, who's I mean, Dante's probably Dante. gonna start a lot. <laughs> yeah, Dante's and then Dante. and then you can rotate out Jake, uh Happy. Um I feel like Jake's gonna be used very like strategically. Like like per on a per map kind of basis, like which ones do we want to bring Jake in for? Yeah, I think I, I, think, I think Jake's gonna play when he's like, put me in. I'm 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 amped. <laughs> I want to beat this team. Right. I, yeah, it's. I mean, you would imagine it's gonna it's gonna it's Dante Happy, right? Like that's the duo. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it really does feel like well, we've been building mm-hmm. our roster around Dante, right? He was like the the person we kept. Now we build our roster around Dante. Right, I think so too. I, I, I mean, I know Happy is DPS, but, um, I mean, it's just, I mean, Dante is one of the best tracers in the league, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's 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 a fair statement to make. Yeah. Um, and, but you know, obviously he's like his like his widow Hanzo, all that good stuff. That's probably not his forte. Right. Um, that's Happy. Which, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mentioned that's where Happy comes in, right? Mm-hmm. If he's, I mean. Like I mean, with with all fairness to uh, hydration, I mean he's a great all around player. He's, he's better than any you know, like the the ninety percent of of all he was on Earth, right? Um, <laughs> he's better than all of us, at least. Right, but he's better than my mom at Overwatch. I don't. <laughs> I just don't. You know, I I don't see him like in the same light as I do with like Dante or Happy or mm. or like a Jake. This is also what I thought about Blase last year, though. And Blase mm-hmm. fit that Doom roll so well mm-hmm. that really surprised me. Mm-hmm. And and hydration was kind of forced, but you know, hydration's never had a chance to really prove his like dominance in the league. Sure. So we'll see. He he's also a wild card because right. I'm a little surprised. So, so, he's on the team. so what I I think what you're saying about hydration is we've never really got to see him at, like his full potential. Like we've never we, he's we, never we, dominated. Right. He's always been like hyped up, but 
I don't recall him ever dominating. Right. Hmm. Interesting. So with all these changes like happening to the roster of the Outlaws, uh, what do we think the team needs to do to kind of keep the sense of like family slash community that they've built up over the last several seasons? <clears throat> That's a good question. Because um... I mean, like we, there's always the joke, right? Like Outlaws fans are kind of the, the, the running gag is we are way too passionate about our team. Like you, you, we will be watching the Overwatch League and they will just make fun of us because of how passionate we are for our team. I, I think so. Here's and let me chime in with that and to open up with, sure. you know, how did Outlaws fans get in get to be how you know they were? I mean, if you think about it, season one you had Jake, Cool Matt, Rockus, Muma, right? All these incredible NA players who had uh, USA World Cup experience, right? And they're all to be they're all going to be playing together in one team. Plus, you add in like Finland's gift to esports with Linkser. <laughs> like, I mean. I think he's the world's gift to esports. Yeah, like you must be made out of wood if you don't feel anything when they take on the stage, right? Like right. you. Um, so, like obviously having that and the 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 awesome season one that we had, or season one stage one that we had, right? All that momentum, all that hype was there. So, despite the fact that we kind of fell off, right? Um, just the sheer amount of like you always knew that that spark was there. You knew that. Um, they were. I mean, they, they they would beat the. They could beat the tough teams, but they would lose to the to like the. Yeah. Uh, how how strange is that? When we go back and think about it, we could right. we could like if we had to fight the hardest battles, we could come out on top. But then we'd just play like, I don't know, the random scrub team, and then we right. yeah. get bombed like, horribly. Yeah, you could you could beat Shock, you could beat uh, Fusion, but you couldn't beat Mayhem. Right. <laughs> like what? Uh, season one Mayhem. I'm I'm mad. Um, and so you know it just kind of. That that's where the, that's where the hype comes from. Now, um, honestly, I th I think what what needs to happen in order for the fans and for everyone to get involved as much as they used to be is we need to see more of, of them, not necessarily, um, like just I mean because content is important, but more importantly, like like who like who are they and do they really want to show it right? Like right. Um, I think I think the fans uh, and people from Houston, from Texas specifically, they want to see you buy into the team and to the culture, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we want our players to 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 buy Texan, act Texan, um, you know, have Texan attitudes, right? Like, mm -hmm. show confidence, um, show that you want to be there and that you want to actually play for the city, not just for yourself. Even though you, I mean, obviously, it, it is a job, right? But um, so what I'm hearing, know, I, what I'm hearing is that you want Juby to just like write a bull at some point. I mean, yeah, show <laughs> me some write write a bull, right? Like go to the rodeo, you know, record it, do something, right? Um, but one thing's for sure, like look, um, and you know, if 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 the guys ever hear this or see this, it's just don't be shy. Like mm -hmm. I know, like I know a lot of esports players and, and and just gamers in general are shy folks. Sure, break out of that, break out of that shell. And I know it's, it's, it's hard, you know, it's not easy, but um, I mean, you have all the support that you, that you could need. We're here, we're here for them. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, us. we're, we're definitely a, a family unit as outlaws fans yeah. here. Show uh, your colors. Show, show yeah. your colors, you know? Yeah. I think it was uh, even, was it Crimzo? I think that made the, that made the change. Yeah. From Dallas. And like, he was proud. <laughs> like when the announcement happened, he was like, by the way, leaving Dallas, going to Houston deuces. And it was like, oh man, the, it was just, it was beautiful to watch. Um, the thing about Crimson, I, I just got to add really quickly. Mm -hmm. Remember, um, he tried out for the outlaws mm. before he got picked up by Dallas. Um, really? The, I didn't know that. Yep. At the time. And he, um, there was a segment on it uh, during the Lone Star Showdown. Uh, last season in which he wanted to he wanted to play for the outlaws mm -hmm. but uh i think it was flame at the time uh said told him that he basically wasn't good enough mm -hmm. so whenever every time that they played or that you know he played against the outlaws he took it that much more personally right I, so to have him now in you know the black and green uh, the, the, the thing that he wants see, see this dials back to what you were just saying about you know the question being how do the players the new players 
join the outlaws family, right? How do we keep that sense of community? That story is an excellent example of that, that he wanted to be an outlaw from the beginning, but he was told he wasn't good enough. Now he's going to step into that role and has even more to prove. And I think that the outlaws are going to embrace him because of that. Like us us as fans. Did you see what Dante said about flame? I did not. Okay. So Dante, Dante basically said when he joined, he just like said this on stream, like yesterday, but when he joined the outlaws um, and, and Dante and flame were talking and Dante's like, like, Hey, we need, we need some new blood. Who are we going to get? Like, uh, we're going to look at contenders and flame goes, there's nobody good in contenders. Mm-hmm. And then Dante's like, um, what? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Dante wasn't happy about that. Yeah. And now I mean, we have, now we have like contenders on our team now for like, the first time. Yeah, yeah that was, that's amazing. I saw the clip. I saw the clip. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't want to go into kind of any speculation about it. Um, we know as fans of the Outlaws that there's been a, a really rough management problem that had been going on for some time. Um, but that being said, that's kind of one of the things that makes us hopeful going into this next season, right? We're like, hey, maybe maybe everything's ironed out. Maybe we've cha- made the changes both uh, team-wise and also internally as well. And we're really yeah. crossing our fingers and, and hoping for that. Well, the fact that Dante was like, why didn't we do that then? And we're doing it now mm-hmm. has me hyped up. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good sign. Yeah, That's a good sign. that absolutely is. Uh, but, but Tuna, I didn't get the question answered from you. Like, what do you think um, our new outlaws need to do to keep that sense of family and community going? Okay, so, I mean, like, obvious answer, Jake. Um, I know, like, in terms of outreach, I know people are going to see Jake and kind of – go back to 2018. Um, right now you, you see the outlaws will post a picture of the team mm-hmm. and you'll see top comment is like only person I know is Jake. So like the fact that Jake will be like the, the common bond between the old squad and this new blood um, is definitely the obvious answer. But I think the, the other answer I would think would be Junk Buck, who we haven't really mentioned yet, but apparently he was like the special sauce to the San Francisco Shock, um, and he was working with Krusty, who built like a really good team over there. So I think Junk Buck apparently like he's like a really good at what he does. So um, that's my answer: is Junk Buck I think will be like the master of puppets, and apparently he's really smart. Um, it's really exciting to have on the team. So I'm, I think it's Junk Buck and Jake, I think are going to build a good family. You know, it's funny. Here's, I think it's interesting. Thank you for bringing up Junk Buck because you're totally right. We have not talked about him and we most definitely should. Um, because he's there, if, if correct me if I'm wrong, but there isn't a head coach, right? They're both sharing the role, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, yeah, let's see. From 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 my understanding is Harshaw's not the head coach. He's going to be like the like a co coach. Like they're both the coaches of the team. That how does that not get sticky? And it, with Jake in there too as like a player coach, it's yeah. going to be like this. Like how? Yeah. How, if if are you, if are you worried? Tied, are you worried they're going to be over managing the team at that point? Well, I mean, you. I mean, that's what they're saying. There's too many oh, cooks in the kitchen. Right? It's the language barrier. For sure. Oh no, I, I understand that. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I get that. Two but, coaches that speak different languages, right? Right. But who makes the call when it's game seven, right? You're going into game seven. Who's gonna make the call? We're running this. Is it Harsha or is it junk buck? I mean, that's a complicated question with a complicated answer, but I feel like by the time the season starts, they should have already had that kind of uh rapport between the two of them right they should in my know mind who's going to be stepping up and saying something see i understand that but believe me like as as someone that has played competitive sports or their entire life um that that is very tough because at some point when the wrong decision is made subconsciously one person is going to say well that's not the decision i've made you right, know what i mean right i, so, I think I, I know the obvious answer well to me it's obvious i don't know do you think you like? I I have an answer to your question, but who do you? I would imagine it's I, Junk I'm Buck. thinking, yeah, that's what I was thinking, Junk Buck, because okay. Shock. He comes from the Shock that beat the Harsha Titans. Mm-hmm. I don't know. In my head, it's just like, look, 
we we beat you. I'm in charge, you know? I, I don't know. But I, I, I don't I feel like that. it's going to be like it's, that. It's, but, like, it's like Highlander. But subconsciously. It's, it's like, like Highlander. That's... If you just take him out, then you rise to the new position. <laughs> yeah. But also it's like, I don't know. It's like new blood. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I think, I think in my mind is junk buck is number one mm-hmm. and Harsha will be number two. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. It'll be so interesting game seven, how yeah. it goes. Uh, again, this is all speculation on our parts. We, we are, we're trying to kind of figure it out as, and, and feel it out as we go. Um, I do want to do a quick mention, though. Tuna, uh, where did all of our past players end up? I know we've been talking about family and community, and part of having family and community is, you know, looking at all of our favorite players, you know, from the past. Where, where did everybody go? Okay, I love – okay, so this is a really good question. Um, so Rappel and Jexy, they went to Fuel. Mm-hmm. And um, I really like Jexy. Uh, so that's going to be really interesting because are we starting the season against Dallas? Yes, we yeah. are. Holy and we're starting, crap. we're not even starting our season. We're starting the whole Overwatch league season four. It's going to be Houston with the battle of Texas. Wow. That's a bold the first, opening first game of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that's eight Friday, April 16th at 7 PM central, okay. right? If I'm, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure April 16th, 2021, mm-hmm. April 16th, or is it 15th? I'm checking. <laughs> so, so, two, so two of ours went to fuel and we're opening the league with that fight. That's, Ooh, that's dirty. Yeah. So Crimzo yeah. switched with them too. And then, um, uh, boink. I don't know. He's not very active on Twitter and it still says he's an outlaw, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. He's, okay. he kind of, he's been silent. He's been radio silent for a year or two now. Okay. Um, Mecco is actively looking for a team. Mm-hmm. Um, his Twitter says looking for team uh, on December 16th. He said, I'm looking for team and I want an opportunity and it's still pinned. He's still unsigned. I'm hoping somebody um, will find room for him because Mecco is, is really good. Uh, I hope so. But mm-hmm. I mean, like who's going to pick way, him up at this way, point? It's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. It, it's too late. Right. Like, well, I mean, there's always the between season swaps that they do so there's there's always a chance yeah um so 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 this one's exciting so blase is on spitfire mm-hmm. and he's only he's like one of the three dps on that team so like interesting he's gonna see a lot of play time uh, right because i really liked watching him i mean he, was blase, really fun. he knows how to pop off like i mean I, if you watch this replays like holy crap like it, like Ever since he he started Doomfist, I've been like wanting to play Doomfist, mm-hmm. and um, I've been playing a lot of Doomfist lately. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you have. I have a, I have a Doomfist account, and um, I think he'll be really excited. Like I remember watching watch. when we like when Blase would be like on the bench, and then they would bring him in, and there's this, like this moment where they're like, "Yeah, we're bringing in Blase," and I was like, "Oh no." They're really mad at the enemy team, aren't they? Like this Dude, is so- this is about to get dangerous real quick. Dante Sombro paired with the Blase Doomfist mm. was wow. wow. That was yeah. Chef's kiss. It was so good. And Dorado, Doomfist, Blase, I'll never forget that. So <laughs> so Muma, let's check in on Muma. Um, he's a contenders coach at the moment. Okay. Um, That's cool. Dark mode. And um dark mode. So someone else is on dark mode right now. Uh, let's see. You know, I feel a little, God, Muma, man, Muma went from arguably being one of the, one of the best main tanks in the league in mm-hmm. season one and early season two. And I, I really want to know, you know, what kind of what happened with that? Just yeah. Because- I mean, I've, I, he, he is the tank that, um, when I play overwatch, like those are, I use Muma's control setup. Like I actually went online and I was like, what are Muma's like settings? And like, that's what I use when I play Reinhardt. Um, so I, I still honestly, in my heart, do believe he's one of the best out there. I just wonder what things happened over the last season that, right. you know, I, I side or personally, I, I think, um, this is obviously pure speculation is mm-hmm. I think, I think he just got burned out. I mean, I could see that he is the, he was the only main tank that the, that the team had. I, I feel like, uh, hydration stepped up to it. He learned it, but I mean, when you, when you are, you know, the like the go-to for everything, like for three whole seasons, man, that's gotta, that's gotta. Okay, I mean, you got the weight of the world on your shoulders. I, Plus, you're doing things like the World Cup. I mean, update, come on. update. So when I took these notes, he was on on dark mode, right? Mm-hmm. But now, as of the 23rd, he's not on dark mode as a coach. Mm-hmm. 
So Muma is like a full-time streamer, maybe? Oh, okay. Yeah, and good for him. I mean, yeah. I know he has a lot of fun with his streams. I pop in there from time to time. Yeah. I'm subscribed to the Moomoo crew. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he's... He, and I, you can tell that he's he likes streaming. He's happy there, yeah. you know, and whatever makes him smile. <laughs> Absolutely, whatever makes him smile. Have you seen the man smile? It's beautiful. <laughs> so I don't know what Muma's really doing right now. Okay. Other than streaming. Hmm. Okay. Who, who it was always next? really... It was always really hard to to not make the joke of whenever we met him. Hey, Austin, you're in Austin. <laughs> yep, yep, that Hello. was it. Was bad. So, so Ruckus, uh, he's like a Valorant hotshot now. Yeah. That doesn't um, surprise me, of course. And he's he playing is. with like Corey and Baby Bay and he's back Zachary. With, he's, he's back with his old team, right? Phase, I yeah, think he's phase, yeah, yeah. Right? I think that's back from, from his old team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know he used to be on a phase team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. I think oh, that, yeah. I think he left Phase to come to the OWL, and now he's back with them. Um, and so, uh, so Spree, um, kind of been radio silent too. Okay. Uh, last I heard, he was back in Europe, mm-hmm. and he was like really hyped about starting his own business. Yeah, um, I know I he's kind of like a mental f- health business, like mental he's health like, business. He's like a fitness mm. buff. Um, but it's been a while since I've heard from him. But he was like, I'm. If ever yeah. there was somebody that would get me into shape, it would probably be Spree. <laughs> um, ooh, so Linkser. Mm-hmm. Linkser's on the Titans now. Okay. And he's the only name that I recognize on the Titans. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they, so, had a, they had a pretty rough season last year. So. so, yeah. So, like, if we were a Titans podcast, mm-hmm. we'd be talking about Linkser as our leader because he's, like, the only... I mean, I'd need to do more research on them, but the only name I recognized was Linkser. Mm-hmm. So he should probably get a lot of playing time too. Um, so like, I like to watch almost all the teams. So like Blase, Spitfire, and Linkser on the Titans. And I also want to watch Valorant too, but I'm I'm having a hard time really getting into that, especially with COVID and all that. Yeah, it's totally understandable. But yes, I'm excited for Linkser, Blase, and Jexy, all those three. <laughs> so how do we feel about the current, our, our new Outlaws roster going into the new season? I mean, we've talked about who they are. We know what their positions are. Like, how, how comfortable do we feel saying, like, hey, we're going to come in swinging this week? I mean, it's easy for us as fans to fanboy over it, right? And go, oh, yeah, we're totally just going to, like, dominate everybody. But, like, I mean, we, we take a serious look at this roster and say, like, is this, a, is this an upgrade? Is this an improvement? Is this what Houston needs to dominate everybody else? Especially with us, our opening weekend playing against Dallas. Yeah, I'm um, going to go up. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm afraid of Dallas. Mm-hmm. They have yeah, yeah. They have Sparkle, Rappel, Jexy, Doa. Like, they're stacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dallas is, Dallas is stacked. Dallas is like the most exciting they've ever been. Um, they were really boring last year, which nobody has ever said that about anything in Dallas ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they have Exe who like, you know, popped off in internal, like he, he with, with Paris. So, uh, obviously, uh, and obviously Hanman too. Hanman's pretty good. He, he has a lot of experience. So they're, yeah, they are, um, they're stacked. Um, you, my honest expectation is I really don't have one. Okay. I'm gonna watch the games. I'm gonna. Oh my god! I but are after, we play shock second of the game of the year? Oh yeah, no! Yeah. Wow! What a brutal start for us. <laughs> shock so, doesn't have moth anymore, though. They don't have moth. Yeah. Um, and, but we'll, I, and, I, and we will talk about shock here in a second. But let's continue talking about the the current outlaws roster. Yeah, I don't have enough. Honestly, I, yeah. Let's talk about shock soon. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have an expectation. I I hope they do well. I'm gonna be rooting for them. I but I don't know. Okay. To be honest with you, I didn't see a lot of Piggy, um, you know, Juvie and, and you know, um, KSF, like, obviously was with Valiant and stuff, but it's, it's a brand new team. It's tough. It's tough. Like, it's I, the contenders, like, new blood that I'm really excited to see and with previous synergy. Um, really excited for that. Mm-hmm. Oh. But who knows? I, I think so. I personally, in my heart of hearts, want to just be like, yes, we're going to do so well this season. And my my basis for that is not just be, you know pure speculation and fanboyism. It's that I feel like the outlaws have something to prove. And I think they're going to be going into this season with that mindset. We have something to absolutely prove to the rest of the OWL. We are tired of being the butt of jokes 
in the Overwatch League. It's time to come in and it's time to start swinging. I feel like everyone everyone has something to prove. Mm-hmm. San Francisco wants to go for three. Philly is tired of being like, you know, a choke in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. New York is tired of like not making it to the playoffs. Sure. Well, Every- Dallas is tired of being Dallas. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, when you're Dallas, what do you, what do, you do at that point? Um, uh, so as far as that goes, um, and Seoul uh, lost it, the finals. Like, hmm. yeah, some new. of you have you you might have met, uh, known that um, like a lot of the slogan for the Outlaws lady has been all in. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a bit. I have an explanation behind yeah. that. Okay. However, I I'm not going to spoil it because the next episode we will be talking to someone that will be able to explain it 10 times better than I can, who is part of the outlaws organization. Look at you dropping these little like tidbits to keep people coming back to our show. So if you want to find out about that and uh, a little bit more about what James Bindi is talking about, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to catch us next week (laughs) as we have someone from the outlaws uh, coming on the show, talking to us. Excellent. So as we start to wind the show down, let's get into just a few genuine like overwatch league questions for the panel. So, like, first up, uh, given the nature of esports with new games coming out all the time, do we honestly think that the Overwatch League still has what it takes to really lead the pack on viewership? Oh, boy. <laughs> viewership is a tough one. Because, um, I mean, we, we all know just as fans that that move to YouTube really, that, that affected some stuff. It changed, I mean, it changed everything. Yeah. Like, it brought in a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, it brought people to YouTube, but uh, a lot of people stayed back on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting. And that's a long-term deal. Um, and it's a different culture on YouTube. It's completely different. Um, you know, but Twitch, Twitch had viewers, Twitch had numbers, mm-hmm. uh, good numbers, a hundred thousand viewers, like pretty much every stream, but the chat was just absolutely horrible. I remember, they, they would break up the free chat and the paid chat and you had to pay to see paid chat, obviously. So, so free chat was just this cesspool of just like terrible, terrible, like hate. It was just horrible. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually like messaged like Nate Nanzer at the time. And I was like, can you do something about free chat? Cause it's just this, it's just a terrible place. So the good and the bad. The numbers have gone down, but the good is that like that toxic culture, it didn't like it kind of stayed behind on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, so YouTube chat now is pretty much pretty wholesome. Um, not as active, but it's not toxic. And that's really important to me. Oh, absolutely. So there's a good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah, I will say that that's a, is the one thing where uh, – YouTube chat is, is definitely a lot slower. It's not as active. Um, the, the numbers probably aren't as great just because, you know, the crowd didn't transition as much. Um, you know, we've, you know, I've moderated uh, a handful of outlaws events on YouTube and the bot does everything. Look, look at you name dropping like, in here. <laughs> well, you know, I'm active. Like I've moderated well, some things in my day. <laughs> Yeah, and like I, didn't, honestly, in my don't, life. I don't, I don't have a job to do. Like I, I'm paying attention to it, but, but before I can even react, bot takes care of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people are, t- yeah, you know, Tuna nailed it. Uh, on YouTube, are generally a lot nicer. They're not as toxic. There might be one or two, but it's not terrible. Um, Twitch, Twitch chat, Overwatch League free chat was, and it was a horrible idea. What they should have done, which, which was really upsetting, was they should have made you like pay to talk and chat. Um, along with the other benefits, because people were paying, I paid, you know, the second year, not the first year, those 40 bucks for the year. No, 15 bucks was a good price. What they should have done is had that chat be the main chat. And then if you paid, you could talk, but they did it. So there's a free chat and it was just a bunch of degenerates. And it was, it was horrible. I remember watching it and I was like, this is just disgusting. It was really bad. Right. Yeah. Why don't they just throw in an emote only? Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean it, it's it's hard to discuss like h- how they can come back and really lead the pack on viewership. I think they had decent numbers last year. Um, I think it's going to be a lot based around the personalities of the Overwatch League. Um, and I'm not trying to put too much on the players with this, but I think there is something to be said for keeping that hype train going, especially because right now um, we've got so many teams that are distant from their home location. 
Um, and it's, it's hard to keep that connection going when, you know, a team is whatever team and then they're working out of Korea. Well, um, the thing I, is, yeah. remember they also, the, the article that just popped up not long ago about how uh, for the moment, for the time being, um, Activision Blizzard is trying to is taking a step back away from live events. Right. Rightfully so. There's still a, we're still in the middle of a pandemic, so mm-hmm. that is understandable. A lot of layoffs. Yeah. But the, yeah, that big, you know, 50 people, 50 plus people are being laid off. And, and more. I, th- I think Backpack Matt yeah. is still around. Mm-hmm. Um, he's our, kind of a really cool personality. Obviously, our, our thoughts and prayers are with them. You know, we wish them the best. I mean, they gave us an awesome product, and we we're all here because of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I mean, it just, it makes it hard, you know, yeah. uh, it makes it hard, especially even as a fan to be invested. Like, um, we oh, want to oh, watch. No, no, I, I, I totally but, understand. I mean, I didn't go to the homestand events. I was always had a lot of stuff going on and it was always one of those. I'll get it next time. Right. Like I'll right. see, I'll see it next time. And I, I want to go, I'm hyped to go, but I just, I'll see it next time. I'm just really busy right now. And then the pandemic happens and I'm like, well, I'm never going to say that again. Like the first moment you give me an opportunity to go to a live event, I'm absolutely going to. Be I remember there. asking you, Hey, are you yeah. sure you don't want to go? And you said, mm-hmm. no, I'll catch the one in August. Yep. That's exactly well, what I said. Are a year later. So, so when they announced the New York grand finals in like 2018, I woke up that morning to like the, the post hop popping up on Reddit or something. And mm-hmm. it was like grand finals announced in New York city, Barclays. I woke up that morning and I was like, I should just book a flight to New York and go. Mm-hmm. So like before I went to work, I booked a flight to New York like that morning, like the day they announced it, the day I booked a flight. I don't know why it was just like a calling mm-hmm. and I did it. And it was like the best weekend of my life. <laughs> and um, now that like everything is shut down, I'm so happy. I went and I told everybody in our crew, like, please, you have to go to the grand finals and everyone's like, yeah, I'll go one day. Mm. And like now, yeah, now it's like kind of like a, an interesting time because if you took advantage of things, it was really exciting. Like Houston homestand. Uh, oh, I've watched March, I watched the videos of all y'all out there. The it was Houston it, homestand was so freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. And um, I'm so ready for that to come back. And, and there was that thing golden boy posted. I know what you're talking about noob, where it was like overwatch league is not going to be a live focus anymore. But then at the top of that article and leafy called me out on it. It was like, no, that's not true. Overwatch league will be live again when the time is right. 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 But scary article, very scary article. I freaked out. I freaked out. And so, yeah, it's one of those things where yeah, the the article stated that they will. What site was that? It wasn't like ESPN. It was like it was esports. It, it was, it was esports some... insider. Yeah. 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 Story, the whole more so though is the thing is Overwatch League will not be um, the the juggernaut that it was mm-hmm. unless they bring live events back. Okay, I could see that. Overwatch like, Two will make a big deal. Yeah, I think that's good. it's going to make oh, a huge mm-hmm. splash, right? But so, so so Minecraft came back. I was just watching that Minecraft video that um, the East Escore did or whatever. East Escore, the esports channel, mm-hmm. they did a Minecraft video about how. And the whole point is that Minecraft was huge, and it kind of dipped, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, like, remember Minecraft? And then it came back like within the last couple of years. And it'll Overwatch. Overwatch will like come back with Overwatch Two. Mm-hmm. It'll be it'll be a full force come back 100 mm-hmm. okay so we have one more just over general overwatch league related question as we start to wrap up the show um because i have to know do we actually think as a panel here that the shock have the potential to bring home a third win oh yeah oh, really yeah. yeah you were you were bold in that answer you're like yeah they could absolutely do that 100 percent. they got rid of moth and then they replaced him with fd god mm-hmm. who's so exciting to watch mm-hmm. Um, Super's hungry because Super's going to retire after this season. Okay. And he wants to get the three peat. Mm-hmm. Um, their symmetry, their, their chemistry is so good. And they got, they got Twilight from the Titans breakup, Striker, Violet, Smurf, who was basically on our team, except we traded him for Dante. Mm-hmm. And they got Nero, who's, uh, they're Nero. stacked, and they're they know they're the best. And super <laughs> is just 
I don't know. I'm. Uh, <sighs> they're gonna be tough to beat. It's it's hard, right? I mean, um, it could be better than last year, to be honest. Ooh, that's what a, if that's Junk a, Buck? What time. if Junk Buck was so good at what he did that we just like dominate like they did, and <laughs> Shock just can't win a game? That would be so good. I mean, we'll find out pretty soon because apparently we're playing against the. We're Shocks playing and... them like game two. <laughs> That's actually really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited about that. That's a really like a, a straight up like DPS check for us. Like, do it, we have what it takes to like really push up against the big? You, you, you want to know questions. something? Is I have insider information that I want to answer it? your question. You're going to leak it? You're going to leak it? <laughs> I, I don't want to leak it. Because we can edit I, it out. <laughs> we can edit it out. No, no, let's not. Let's not bring in the insider information. But because but let's just, just put it, it this way. Just like it. What am I going to do? Sue you? <laughs> well, I would like. Did you sign an NDA? I would sign the NDA. I would like for them to come on the we'll, show. Please. I think we'll be. I think we'll be okay. Is your John Hancock on an NDA? Noob? <laughs> it's yeah, not. I think that no, we, dude, leak it. I, I think no. that the shot right, no, have a lot of potential to bring home a third win, um, but I think that people are going to be gunning for them even harder now because. I mean, obviously every team, if you're in a league, you want to win, but like there is that three Pete looming over everybody's head. And so it's almost like this band of brothers of all the other teams of like, we have to shut them down. So yeah, the, but you can do that. You can want that all you want, but if you're not good enough, you're not. Gonna uh, no, true. I think it's more of like, a, I'm scared as hell of that team mm-hmm. because the Tom Brady effect is crazy. Tom Brady went to the Buccaneers who were like nine and seven and uh, like all these news stories are coming out about how that team was just like, oh my God, we have Tom Brady. Like we can actually win now. And, and Tom Brady's pretty good, but it's more about like his leadership. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that they like, they've won two championships and they're, people yeah, are going to be have scared so of them. It's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. People yeah. are going to be scared of them. They're, they're probably going to go to the grand finals again. I mean, I could definitely see that, but here's hoping that we're the ones going to the grand finals this yeah. year. So. Fusion, Fusion got better. Mm-hmm. Fusion got rascal. Um, Fusion stacked right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fusion is pretty it's, stacked. Yeah, Fusion has always been one of those teams that man, like they're so fun to watch. I know that the Fusion has always had some great series with the Outlaws as well. Um, I, you know, God, the, the was it uh, London Soul Dynasty wants revenge too? Was it London and Fusion season one in the final? Right, that was. Am I correct in remembering that? Um, Wait, no, season one grand finals. Season one grand finals wasn't was that, that was not Philly London? and London? Yeah, yeah. And, and, they, and London stomped, is right? a, a shadow of itself. Wait, who? Uh, so yeah, I mean, on paper, uh, Philly got stomped, but. Um, in reality, I mean, Philly held their own. It's just it's like uh, profit and gesture are just too good. Just <laughs> that, too is, good. that is true. That is absolutely yeah. true. Hmm. All right. Well, that's everything we have for this week's episode of the Outlaws Outpost. Uh, panel, it's Aww. plug time. Where can everybody find y'all online? Mm. Want to go first? <laughs> yeah, go first, noob. Okay, cool. Uh, you can uh, find me um, on Twitter at uh Nubatron prime uh i don't post often on my main on my main account i i'm too busy running <laughs> other things mm-hmm. uh but yeah you can find me on on uh, on twitter or uh i also t- uh, stream from time to time uh twitch.tv slash Nubatron prime uh i play a lot of uh overwatch when i stream or i'll play some guild wars or i'll do some community nights so uh find me on there mm-hmm. or on twitter uh, yeah, and I mean, this is an, ep- an ample time to plug the LSV. So uh, is there a place they can go to find out more about who the, who the Lone Star Vanguard is? Yep. Actually, you can head on over to lsv.gg. We have uh, our small little, uh, very simple website on there giving you, giving you some information about who we are, what we do, what we're about. Um, it also has some links to some articles that have been written about us and about what we have done over the last three years. Um and if you would like to know more or would like to come on, uh, come on over and hang out, um, go on over to lsv.gg slash join or slash join. Uh, that will link you to our Discord. We have over 600 active members on there from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have people from Europe, 
um, all over the United States, Canada, uh, South America, Mexico, all over you know, the place. You know what I like about the LSV is that it's like it's active, but it's not too active. Like like you don't get like a thousand pings per second of just random BS. Mm-hmm. Unless we're gonna but play it, Among Us, and then everybody's <laughs> like, hey, where's everybody at? Yeah, but once you start playing, we stop. I'm kidding. You know? I'm kidding. <laughs> what about you, Tuna? Do you want to plug anything? Uh, let's see. Um, I'm most proud of my my Instagram because I'm I'm good at taking iPhone pictures. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the the Polaroid of the you know, new generation. So like, uh, it's it's Jake. It's like Jake the Mooney with underscores. So Jake underscore the underscore Mooney M O O N E Y. Um, I post really cool pictures on Instagram, and then you I have a link to my I have, yep. I have a link to my gamer Instagram, which is just. It's it's not as good as my main Instagram, but I'm active there. And then I stream for one viewer on Twitch. So if you want to be my second <laughs> viewer, it's Tunavi. So it's Tunavi underscore OW. <laughs> Tunavi OW. Or no, am I just Tunavi on Twitch? I don't even know my. <laughs> you don't even don't know even, your own <laughs> handles. This is why I have two viewers or one viewer. <laughs> I'm about to have two viewers. Um, just Tunavi. Tunavi. Tuna. Whatever you want to call me. Um, yeah. My Instagram is lit. My Twitch is, I just bought my first, so this is my new webcam. Um, This backdrop is going to get better. I don't actually, you know what? How could this, how could this backdrop get any better? It's pretty cute. We got, we got snorkel Mari. We've got patchy Mari and we've got Hammond. Okay. And we got an LED in my bathroom. You can't right. get any better than that. Well, if you want to, if you want to send us your love for the uh, outlaws to read on air, you can send anything that you want us to to tell the outlaws on air over to the surlynerd at gmail dot com. And uh, while you're at it, you can also check out my main show, The Surly Nerd. It's a weekly nerd news roundup. Um, we are a very fact-based show. We don't comment too much about rumor and speculation. Um, we are on any podcast provider, and we're also on Spotify. Um, so we'd really appreciate it if you come over there, give us a like, give us a share. Uh, it really would mean the world to us. Um, and until next week, everybody, is there anything you guys to You have one second to say anything you want to say. Tuna, noob, go. Uh, uh, I, st- uh, I still love Overwatch in 2021. I still love it. There are dozens of us. <laughs> there are uh, dozens of us. Join the Discord. All right. Until next week, heroes, good night and good game. Good night.